Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About. This is me, Amin. And this is Alex. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the X50. So the X50 was uh, launched, I think the official pricing was released this week, uh, in this week of recording. Uh, it's uh, what, October 27th? Uh, so everybody knows if you read Soi Shin Chao, if you read the news, you know that the prices was revealed on the 27th of October. And we're going to talk about whether the X50 is too expensive or priced just right. And uh, we're going to talk about the different variants that's available. And uh, we're going to probably give out a recommendation on which variant you should get and whether we, if we hypothetically wanted to buy a mini SUV, uh, should we buy the X50 or should we buy the competitors? Obviously, there's been a lot of discussions when the price was announced and when, when the X50 was announced, a lot of people were like, oh man, this is such a good car, the specs and everything is super good. The price is going to be awesome. It's going to be you know, cheap, relatively speaking, because it's a Proton and people expect to pay a lot less for Proton because apparently Proton is a national car. And then the price was revealed and uh, the community was split into two. A lot of people kind of like, okay, absorb the price and say, okay, I guess that's a fair amount of money to ask for considering what's available in the market right now, uh, considering the direct competitors of the Proton X50. And then another uh, side of the discussion was like, no, this is too expensive. It's very expensive to pay 104, 103,000 ringgit for the top spec of the Proton X50. So which side are you guys on? Are you on the, okay, that's a fair price side or are you on the damn, that's really expensive for a Proton. Uh, put them in the comment section below and let us know. Okay, so before we go into the deeper discussion, let's talk about the variants available and the prices. So Alex, take it away. All right, so the Proton X50 comes in four variants, two engine options and six colors. So uh, just recap the price again. The standard model is priced at 79,200 ringgit and then the executive model is priced at 84,800 ringgit and then the premium model is priced at uh, 93,200 ringgit and the flagship model, I still hate that name, <laughs> flagship model is priced at 103,300 ringgit. Bear in mind that this is inclusive of the SST exemption. So this means that it's going to be valid until the 31st December 2020. So we reckon that it's probably going to be five to 7,000 ringgit more next year. And for those in East Malaysia, well, you got to add another 2,000 ringgit. So this is the East Malaysian. <laughs> to ship the Proton there, yeah. shipping price. Which is fair, 2,000 ringgit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so starting with the standard, okay, let's talk about engines first. So there are two different engine options. Both of them are 1.5-litre, three-cylinder turbocharged engines that are jointly developed by Geely and Volvo. So the lower three-spec variants, they get a multi-port injection engine. So that pushes uh, 148 horsepower and 226 newton meters of torque. And the, the higher option is the TGDI option. That's the direct fuel injection engine. And that pushes 175 horsepower and 255 newton meters of torque. Mm. So if you've seen in the previous video, uh, that car can perform uh, pretty well. I mean, it can do zero to 100 in 7.9 seconds, yep. according to Proton, and that beats the likes of the HRV and uh, even the BMW X1 with the similar 1.5 liter three-cylinder engine. Mm. So going through the specs, so from the standard to the flagship, there's like a 24,000 ringgit difference. So what's the difference between the models? So for the standard model, the base one, as you can expect, um, is pretty bare bones, but still okay for a, for a family car. So you get fabric seats, as expected, and you also get um, 
the standard instrument cluster in the middle. So you don't get the full SD display. The analog. Analog cluster, yeah, yeah. Analog cluster, but you still mm. get the digital screen in the middle. So mm. for me, I still kind of like it. And then you don't get leather wrapped steering wheel, so mm -hmm. it's like plastic based. Some of the small, small details, lah. Fabric yeah. seat. Okay, because some people like fabric seats, some people. I do don't. actually. Yeah, I prefer yeah. fabric seats. It's cooler, especially yeah, under especially sun. In hot days. Okay, leather wrapped steering, and then like leather wrapped knobs and whatnot. Yeah, you don't get that. And then uh, the knob, I'm not too sure because okay. we haven't seen the car yet, actually. <laughs> this is based on the spec. No, you've seen the car, ma. We only seen the flagship because before this, oh, right? Not the standard yeah. version. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because all this while, right? Even the ads you see, right? They're all showing the flagship model because mm. obviously they want to show the best. Yep. Even the media test, right? They only see the flagship model. Mm. We've never seen the the lower premium executive and standard before. Mm. And also the screen is smaller, eight inch. It's still is running on a GKUI, uh -huh. um, basically from Geely. Yep. And you also get high Proton. Mm. You can get a 4G and Wi-Fi connectivity, mm. but you don't get the Proton Link app, so you can't control the. You cannot start a car or control aircon from your smartphone. Mm, no, so no remote start. No, no remote start from the smartphone. Yes, but you still can start a oh, car remote from the key. Oh, yes, okay, okay. it still supports that. Uh -huh. And also, apart from that, I think the exterior-wise, uh, you don't get uh, fog lamps, mm. but you still get LED projection projection headlamps. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty good. Okay. And the wheels are smaller as well, seventeen inch, mm. seventeen inch rims. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's pretty much it. But you okay? Another thing is that in terms of safety, right? Mm. Um, you do get like the standard safety features like ABS, ESC, TSC, hill, hill descent hill, control, hill descent. but you only get hill four assist. Yeah, but uh -huh. only get four airbags for the standard. Yeah. Okay. I wonder why they put four airbags. This will make it six airbags standard so across. So four is so you don't get side. So you get front and then side, but no curtain. Oh, okay. So basically, you only protect the front two occupants, but the back, uh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not a family car, ma. It's a car for young people without family. Yeah, I guess this car is meant for those companies who want to buy these cars for company cars, for, for fleets. For Grab. Oh, okay, because of the price. So it's like 79,000 ringgit for the standard. Yeah. I mean, okay, we'll talk about the comparison of the vehicles that's available in the market right now. And we're going to look at um, mini SUVs, which is which what the Proton X50 is. And then we also look at what cars are available within that price range. So from uh, 80,000 to 100,000, 110,000 ringgit. Um, so when it comes to the standard, which is 79,000, if you plus the SST, it's going to be probably 83-ish. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to compare that with the likes of maybe a Honda Jazz, uh, maybe a low-spec City, City. Or Vios. And, 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 and Vios. Okay, so maybe you're going to compare it also with uh, Malaysia's most popular and most fastest car ever. The Myvi. Mm -hmm. So, so if you're in the market to buy, whether I want to buy like a top spec Myvi, which is about fifty-two, fifty-two, yeah, okay, yeah, or should I get like a you know an SUV? And you know th that is the body style of choice. Uh, Proton kind of priced this in a very competitive segment, but if you are a personal owner. Like Alex says, uh, the standard variant might not be the variant that you're looking for. Okay, so we're moving up to the executive variant, which is yep. 84,800 ringgit yep. before SST. Yep. And what, what additional stuff you get? Okay. Still, still fabric seats. Oh no, you actually step up. I would recommend the executive, the bare minimum car. Because for the additional mm. like 5,000 ringgit, mm. right? You get leather seats, mm -hmm. you get six airbags, mm. uh, you get leather wrapped steering wheel, uh, you also get, I think, front parking sense. So you get um, the front fog lamps as well. And also, you, 
I think that's pretty much it. But the yeah. standard comes with sensors also, right? Only for the back sensors. Back sen- okay, the standard you get a rear parking sensors, you get a reverse camera. Uh-huh. Yeah, but no front sensors. No front sensors. Okay. So the executive, you get the front sensors. You get a full around sensor plus the uh, rear reverse camera, infotainment system and and instrument cluster all the same. All the same. You still do get. You still, do you get the dual tone uh, dash? No, you don't get. Still all black. Okay, so for the 80, for for the price of paying, which is five thousand ringgit uh-huh. difference, right, from seventy nine two hundred to eighty four eight hundred. Yep. The value that you get, which is the equipment that you get in the car, is much more than 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 five thousand. So yeah. you're saying that if you need to get like a base model X fifty. The standard, sorry, the executive, executive is the version to get. Don't bother with the standard. Yeah, and also you get more colors as well because the standard only comes in three colors. Mm-hmm. You only get like white, silver, and blue. But for the executive, you get more colors. You get like the orange and also the what's the other color? I can't remember. Is it uh, the red? Gray, orange? I think. Gray, gray. Oh, okay. Yeah, you get gray as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then we move on to the premium. Yep. Still using the same engine. Yep. And you get the leather seats and everything. But you get dual tone interior this time. So you get the red dash mm-hmm. and also you get the red uh, colors on the, the center armrest. Uh-huh. You also, even the door uh, side panels also you get a bit of dash of red. Uh-huh. And you also ride on bigger wheels. So the premium gets 18 inch wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also get um, you also get front fork lamps as well. It's well kitted. La. So in, outside it looks pretty much similar as the flagship model. Uh-huh. The only difference on the outside is that you don't get the black roof, you don't get the sunroof. The executive runs on 15 inch. 17 inch. 17 inch. Yes. The standard runs on 17 inch also. Yeah, correct. Then you upgrade. So with the executive, uh, with the premium, you upgrade to bigger wheels Mm -hmm. and you get the two tone uh, dashboard. So for those of you who are asking, uh, is the dashboard matched the to the car colors? If I get a red color, will I get a two tone red uh, and black dashboard? No. Uh, Inside is red and black if you get the two-tone. There's no other color options than that. The premium comes with the full digital cluster? Correct. And you also get the bigger screen in the middle, so it's 10.25 inch. Yep. And yep. the GK UI now has that link thing? Yes, the product link app. So you mm. can actually start the car from your smartphone, you can check the car status, and you can even uh, switch on the aircon from the smartphone as well. That starts from the premium, la, Yes. Uh, not from the executive. Yeah. And then we go all the way to the flagship variant, which you get like everything. So power tailgate is not available on all the no. lower three sec, uh, variants, right? Yeah, it's not included as standard, but mm. it's an option you can buy. Okay, so yeah. we'll talk about it later. Then we move on to the flagship variant. You get what? What do you get for the flagship? So flagship, you get all the bells and whistles. So the first thing you notice that you get a more powerful engine. Mm. So that's the one that pushes 175 horsepower. And of course, the biggest highlight will be the new ADAS system, the advanced mm. uh, driver assistance system. So mm. that gives you autonomous emergency braking, lane kit assist, uh, Adaptive cruise control with the smart, uh, sorry, the, with the stop and go system. Mm-hmm. So you can actually let the car drive itself. Uh, it it keeps the distance automatically. Yep. It stops and starts automatically Correct. if you're in traffic. Yep. Uh, it also steers for you. Yes. I mean, to a certain degree. Yeah. If, has, if, the, if the lines are clear, yep. obviously, yep. the highway. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also, you get the auto park assist as well. Oh, it can park itself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. You know, so all those features. So there's 10,000 ringgit more expensive than the. Premium, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. but get all those toys. Yep, yep. Okay, so um, then we come to the to the variant of choice. So if it was okay, Alex, if it was you, which one would you get? Obviously, if money is no object, I'll go for the flagship straight no, away. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, if money is no object, I wouldn't buy a Proton, lah. <laughs> <laughs> True also, true uh, also. Uh, but let's say if I have to choose, right? Uh-huh. If let's say I'm not tied to a budget, I'll uh. of course go for a flagship because. 
I would say that this is the best value for money a car you can buy with all the safety features because there's no other car with this kind of tech. The closest I think would be the Ionic back then, mm -hmm. but that's an older car. Mm. But even with the Ionic, there's no auto park. Yeah, they, it's not they have park. they have lane keep assist. I'm, I can't remember whether they have the identity cruise control. Yeah. They do. Okay, yeah. so and and it's a hybrid. So for me, that's that's a good appeal. We we tried the Ionic before. And we got like a thousand kilometers on on a full uh, tank of uh, petrol easily. You can you can easily get like a. I mean, the hybrid is really good on that. Uh, the reason why we mentioned Ionic is because a lot of the one of the closest competitors of the X50 that is going to be available in the market in Malaysia soon is coming from Hyundai as well. It's going to be the Hyundai Kona and we'll talk about that a little later. So when it comes to variants, yes, I agree with Alex. I think the flagship variant is uh, unbeatable when it comes to value for money and, and, and the specs that you're getting. But of course, a lot of people still don't agree with that. They are expecting the, the flagship to be much cheaper. But the question is, uh, and I'm, I'm going to put this out to you guys, uh, our viewers and our listeners on, 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 uh, on the internet out there. What would be a fair price for a flagship Proton X50? It can't be below 100,000. I mean, I don't mm. know. <laughs> I'm trying to be fair here. Obviously, a lot of people will say oh, a fair price is going to be 80 because I'm not going to pay you know, 100,000 for a Proton. Not, not, not something that comes from China. But Alex tried the car. Does it feel like 100,000 ringgit? Yeah, it does. Because I, I've sat in the X70 mm. and I sat in the X50. Mm. And I think the interior, the build quality, I, I would say the overall experience, I think is for me, is better than the X70. Mm. Because X70, when it came out, is pretty cool. Yep. But it doesn't feel as modern. It doesn't feel that high tech. Everything looks quite... Uh, there's a lot of things for me, right? Okay, the X70 is great on mm. its class for the price. Mm. But I can... I don't feel excited about it because it looks quite boring in the middle, mm -hmm. in, in the interior. Mm -hmm. But I must say that... I like the brown Napa leather. Yeah, the brown leather, yeah, that, uh, the seats are good. That's right? very premium. But the dash, I'm not a fan of it. So, wait, okay, that reminds me, the flagship, does it come with Napa leather or is it like normal leather? Normal leather, it's not Napa leather. So yeah. in terms of that kind of, uh, of uh, premiumness, mm. I would say the X70 seats are much better. So the flagship, right, you get like full leather, everything, dual tone dash, you get all the technology all the tech, you get a full digital dash, yep. you get power tailgate, auto... Oh no, don't get power tailgate. Oh, you, don't have, you don't get power tailgate X50, also? No. With the flagship? Yeah, don't have. Wow. So that's why the <laughs> X70 has some advantages on its own. Okay, yeah. again, I, for me, right, when I... Okay, obviously when you're buying a car, it's a... It's much of an emotional decision first rather than a affordability and an economical decision. A lot of people will, majority, I'm not saying everybody, but majority will try to buy the most decked out expensive car they can get because you get all the bells and whistles. And think about it, you're going to buy a car you're going to use for like seven years. Think long term. Five or seven years. Yeah, uh, correct. Yeah, yeah. Think, think long term. Then, okay, uh, the variants, we've already talked about that. The, which, one, which, which one would we get? Obviously, we would get the flagship, but if you are on a budget, the uh, execu executive is the best baseline you should get. Don't bother with the standard. Uh, you know it's missing out on a lot of things. And paying five thousand more across a, f a five-year, seven-year loan is actually not Nothing. that much. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference. So go for the go for the higher. Uh, stay away from the standard. I don't yeah. know why people want to buy it. And now, what's available in the market? Um, 
For uh, okay, so mini. Let's go into mini SUVs first. Yep. So within that category, the popular choice before the X50 was the HRV. Yep. Uh, and then we have the more premium choices uh, like the CX3, which looks stunning. But I I would argue do not have no uh, nowhere near in terms of technology when it comes to what Proton is offering, uh, at least with the flagship variant. And then you have the Seltos. Yeah, just coming up soon. The Hi, uh, the Kia Seltos. Seltos, and then you have the Hyundai Kona, um, and then you have the CHR. So let's let's do some process of elimination here. CHR CHR looks good, but it's terrible. I think it looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks too whack. It's like it's too so vulgar. On the it's road. like it's so pretentious. Yeah. Okay lah. I don't. Okay, take that back. I don't call. Actually, it looks okay lah. If if it if it's nicely done up with like nice tinting and nice rims and all, it looks good. But the price though. I don't I don't fancy the hand uh, handlebar blah. I don't fancy the door handle mm-hmm. on the pillar. That's super not practical. Cash has the same thing as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll I kind of like I'll, it. I'll come to that. I don't like it. Yeah. Mm, but okay, let's eliminate the CHR. It's just too expensive, too poorly spec. At least in the Malaysian market, there is a turbo variant available, but it's not available in Malaysia. Yeah. So don't bother with that, uh, unless you're a poser, sorry. Um, and then we have the CX-3. Looks really good. It looks like it's a concept car they took from the from the showroom and put it into the, yeah. put it into the, sh- uh, the what's this, the, the showroom plot. They took it from the design center, put it in the showroom, showroom. and, and people can buy it. I, I think it looks good, but ah, it's priced too expensive. For that money, you must step up to get a CX-5. How much is the CX-3? CX3 is 130k. So CX5 is about the same range for the low spec model. I mean, it's you're not getting much from us, and yeah. the car is smaller as well. The yeah. CX3 is sleek. I love the car. It's, it's small. It's, it's yeah. It's like um. I think a Myv is bigger, but it it just looks good, lah. Okay. So we're gonna eliminate that. It's just 130. It's a premium. I wouldn't pay just for the looks alone. Yeah. Uh, and maybe the driving is fun, but I would argue the X50 with the Proton DNA and handling and everything is at least similarly fun to drive okay so those options are uh, we, we're going to eliminate that and then uh, we have two more um the hyundai what's it called kona. hyundai kona <laughs> and uh, the kia seltos both are not uh, yet available in the market but we know the specs for both right yep uh the kona the highest variant is pretty close to what's what, what you get with the X50 flagship yep and the Seltos okay kind of I don't know in terms of the specs I think it's nowhere close yep. uh, it's it's running 1.6 NE uh, normally non-turbo engine so and and uh, okay so Kia usually provides really good value for money uh, when it comes to cars uh, I, I drive a Kia uh, but the the thing is, I wouldn't touch them now because it's up in the air in terms of the dealership. Nazar just gave away the dealership, the dealership, and we don't know who's gonna take take it up. You might have problems with customer service and all that. Uh, and and I don't think they're focusing on launching a car anytime soon. So that's the Seltos is out, and then the Kona Kona is not yet available. But looking at the pricing structure of Hyundai cars in Malaysia. And apparently, it's going to be re- it's going to replace the, the Tucson, Tucson, right? Yeah, but it's a, that's a smaller car. So the Tucson is how much? Tucson, I think, starts about one hundred twenty thousand for the base model. So if 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 it's true that the the Kona is going to replace the Tucson, then we it's safe to assume that the 
corner is going to be priced pretty close to what the Tucson is. So that's that takes you out of the 110 range. It's 120. Yeah, apparently least. the starting price uh, is said to be starting from 115,000. Yeah. And that's for a 2 litre 4 cylinder engine. And of course, the, the, the closest to the X50 mm. is the 1.6 litre turbo. So that's really. Uh, that's a higher variant. That's high variant. That really kicks a punch. But it also gets all the safety features mm. as well, like mm. autonomous emergency braking, lane kick assist. Mm. But I reckon that's going to be priced 130k or more. Yeah. So. In this is the price range, mini SUV, that's out of the uh, question as well. So you're left with the only one true competitor, which is the HRV. Yeah. And to be honest, okay, it's a Honda. Um, it's proven. I mean, I know I, I don't like Hondas because they are overpriced. Hondas mm. are, I don't, ugh, Hondas are ridiculous. And specs wise, okay, I don't know whether the HRV has the Honda sensing thing. Uh, I don't think they do. Uh, the the newer ones. Hang on, uh, let me just do a quick check. Huh? Mm. Nope, no Honda sensing. Okay. <laughs> so the even the highest spec uh, Honda HRV does not get the autonomous driving, the auto parking, the digital dashboard, the ten inch infotainment system. You don't get a lot, but still you're paying more. So the top spec HRV. It costs about hundred twenty five thousand for the RS. Ah. It's a hybrid version. It costs about hundred twenty thousand. Yeah. yeah, and so, the base model mm. is 108, It's really more expensive than flagship. So even the base model is more expensive than the executive, which is 80... 80 flagship. Ah, even, even, <laughs> even the base model is really more expensive than the flagship. Now I was saying, like, even if you get the cheaper Proton, it's better than the cheaper HRV. Yeah, only executive though. Yes, and, and it's, more, it's more powerful. Even the standard one is more powerful. Uh, yeah, our can is more powerful. Yeah, so... Why would you buy a H, uh, HRV? A lot of people would argue that, oh, you know, it has the H badge, the reselling, the resale Resell value, value <laughs> is better, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if, you're, if you want to calculate that, sure. But um, in the secondhand car market, there's a flood of secondhand cars. Resale value kind of like doesn't hold up anymore, I would think. If you think uh, I'm wrong, or if you would like to argue otherwise, uh, please put your statement and, and argument in the comment section. I would like to hear from you guys. But typically, okay, I'm a bad car buyer. La. All my cars suck at retail value. I have a Peugeot. It, it like it, it, when I bought it immediately out of the showroom, like the car plummeted like half of its value. Okay, I'm exaggerating, but it's terrible. Uh, and then I, I, I went to Kia, okay la, the resale value is okay, the Serato is kind of nice. Uh, I'm driving a Carnival now um, and they don't sell it, they don't sell the variant that I have anymore, the 8-seater. So that kind of like holding value very good. But what I'm trying to say is that it's kind of like a roll of the dice also when it comes to resale value. But again, for me, resale value, right, it doesn't matter if you're a tire buyer who want to buy the car until it dies, you mm. know. I think it only matters if you plan to change car every five years. So mm. you set, your, set your, your minds up like, okay, I'm going to change my car every five years. Yeah. This X amount I'm going to pay every single month. Yeah. So you have a five-year loan and you can retain the value. Okay, yeah, maybe that's something that is important to you. But I, I believe most buyers will drive the car more than seven years. Yeah, so like, you know, mm -hmm. consideration-wise, I think for me, don't take this as advice, but at least my opinion is, I, I look at resale value as like maybe number four of my priority list. Number one is, uh, what do I get in terms of the money I'm paying? So when it comes to HRV, 
I think draw it out the window. Don't bother. Uh, yes. So for those of you who are in the in the Proton is expensive camp, you know, might might as well just buy a Honda. Better resale value, better reliability, whatever. Look, those things are up for contention. I would argue that the X70 and also probably the X50 has uh, pretty much the same um, the same uh, reliability as a Honda. And that's not to say that Hondas don't break down. They do. So, you know, that's again a roll of the dice. If you get like a dud, terrible, a lemon Honda, you're going to be stuck with the terrible Honda. And, and you know, the, the only thing I would think that Honda is better is after sales service. And, and you know, I, from my experience, uh, my sister drives a Persona and I, I help her with uh, servicing and all that. Uh, Proton really needs to improve in their after sales. And if they can do that, I think they have a really strong brand now. Uh, they have a good range. Uh, the SUV market, um, the X50 is untouchable. But going back to the Honda HRV, even mm. if you think that that's a better buy for you, mm. I would say it's okay. I, for me, I, I kind of like the car compared to the other vehicles because Maybe, it's spacious. Yeah, I would I, say it's bigger. Yeah, uh. it's definitely bigger. The boot's mm. definitely bigger than X50. Mm. And I love the Magic Seats. That's something that Honda does well. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. Not everybody uses magic seats every day. Yeah, it's a utility you'd like to have, but if you're only a young couple with two, uh, with, with no kids, or you just got married, or you're just a single guy, uh, and I don't know, I don't, I don't think you'd use the magic seats a lot. I'm not dish. I'm not okay. I'm not trying to like dish Honda, um, but here's the thing: value for money. Okay, when it comes to value for money, the X50 flagship is a no-brainer. You have a hundred k to spend on a car. Don't get anything else. Okay, so we talk about the the like for like the mini SUVs that's available in the market. We've eliminated all the options that's available. The closest one is HRV. It's up to your personal preference. But if it comes to me, it's going to be the X50. Yep, same. Same. Here. Okay. Now let's go into the value. If you have a hundred and ten thousand ringgit, what cars are available in the market for you? Okay, that opens up a lot of uh, cars available, lah, right? So you have the Honda City. Uh, close. Uh, if you want to spend a bit more, you can get probably like a baseline Civic if you if you want. If it has to be a Honda and it has to be a Civic, then the Jazz. Then there's the Jazz. Uh, the Vios. Yaris. Yaris. Uh, and then the Almera. Maybe the new one, but we don't know where, uh, the what's yet. the price. And um, it looks good, but it's a it's a sedan. It's a yeah, car. Yeah, compact sedan. Uh, yeah, not a SUV. Um, that's a more popular body style. And then, of course, you can't talk about car comparison without talking about Malaysia's most loved and most powerful car in the country, the Myvi. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, so um, I don't like the Myvi. I like, uh, no, I like the Paso base, the Boon base. Uh, Myvi. The previous gen. I don't yeah. like the locally designed Myvi because, oh my god, the cost cutting in that car is just atrocious. You, f you, you know you get in the car, you can see, you can feel, everything is, is cut to a cost. Even the seats, the, the, the squab, right? The, the padding, part, right? It's, it's the padding is yeah. very soft and then it's too short. The seats are too short even for an Asian guy like me. So it's terrible. Okay, uh, the cars that are available within that price range: uh, Almera, City, Jazz, Vios, Vios, Yaris, Yaris. 
Of course, there's another Maybe. consideration. Mm. Um, how about the seven-seater SUVs like the Arus and Rush? Those are priced up between seventy-two to ninety-seven thousand. Okay, and then you have the Alza. Okay, yeah. seven-seater stuff. Alza um, and Arus and Rush. Rush. I'm gonna eliminate that because the X50 is not designed for family that has more than two kids. It's the size is not for that. So definitely, if you're gonna want a seven-seater MPV SUV, you're not going to look at the X50. Now, for young guys and for people who want a smaller city kind of car for, you know, usually taking two, four people around, you have the Jazz, City, Almera, Yaris. Vios. And Vios. Yep. I'm going to just like take all of that and throw them away because they don't like my fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like this, technology-wise, mm -hmm. they are nowhere near. But you need, okay, I must, okay, I must add in that uh, for these cars, right, you can't compare that flagship model. I would say you had to compare them with the cars without ADAS. I'm talking about like the premium and the executive models okay. because those are priced around 80-90k so that's a closer, mm -hmm. closer range. Mm -hmm. And I must say that these cars are pretty close because now Unlike the previous generation, the new City and Vios's, they come with six, seven airbags. Mm -hmm. So to be fair, they're quite close to the X50. But then again, now it's 2020, mm. most people will prefer an SUV. Mm. And the X50, I think, will be a stronger choice. Okay, so okay, I think you brought a good point, Alex. Uh, and thank you for putting my head level on that. So the thinking man choice, yes, okay, the Jazz, City and all that, is kind of like something you're going to look at for the below 100. So... 90k, if 90k is your limit, yes, the X50 is going to be like really, it's going to be in a very competitive marketplace. Those who like the Hondas are going to get the Hondas. Uh, Alex mentioned uh, practicality with the magic seats. I think the Jazz is really great for that. Uh, I, uh, I kind of, I really like the Jazz for that. Uh, you know, if you, if, you, if you ride a bicycle or if you have a dog, uh, you carry a lot of stuff, that practicality is really good. Uh, even the CT has that as well, but it doesn't have a hatch, so you cannot put uh, things, big things inside the boot. Uh, just how would you, uh, as you would do in a city, uh, in a in a jazz. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of like a thinking man's game when it comes to that price segment. But if you are like an all or nothing kind of person, uh, I cannot find an argument against the X50 flagship. There's one. <laughs> I must throw in. And the, competi the competition is uh. actually from Proton itself. The X70. <laughs> because with the SSD exemption, right, mm. the X70 now is super affordable. Okay, mm. not like the cheap, but uh. you can get a standard model with six airbags for 89,000 ringgit. Mm. And it's a bigger car. Mm. You get six airbags, mm. you get the, the standard stuff, the standard safety stuff. Yeah, but like you said, the X70 does not like, it's not exciting. Lah. Yeah, but I want to get more car for mm. your money. That's the next. Yeah, if you really need more car for your money, sure, go for the X seventy. Yeah, I don't know. I like the X fifty. Uh, I like that it. I like the flagship. It comes with all this tech and stuff. Uh, does it bother me that it doesn't have a power tailgate? No. Um, I can tell you why it bothers me. No Android Auto and and Apple CarPlay. Uh, yes, that's a huge, huge, huge issue with the 10-inch screen. We talked about that in a previous episode when we covered the X50. And the problem is the GKUI is so, is so integrated into the infotainment system, you cannot just simply replace the unit because you're going to 
probably lose out on a lot of features and, and, and stuff. So that's not something I'm willing to sacrifice. Yes, it is a, a minor annoyance. It's a niggle for me. Um, I might have to put a handphone holder instead of using the 10-inch display, which is sad because uh, without uh, Android Auto and, and, and Apple CarPlay, you can't use Waze. You can't use uh, Google Maps. There Un is an alternative. Yeah. Which is called what? Uh? Some mirroring thing you can connect to your phone. <laughs> no, it's I don't like that because yeah. uh, okay, you can use mirroring. So for those who are using mirroring who haven't done who haven't used Auto, uh, Google what? Uh? CarPlay. Google CarPlay and Android Auto. And, and, and then sorry, Apple CarPlay, <laughs> Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Yep, whatever that is. Okay, so those dedicated <laughs> modes are good. Because if I want to read messages at a traffic light, not while driving, yeah, at a traffic light, when the car is stopped, it doesn't appear on the big screen. And I can have, so I can have sort of like a dual display thing going on. I can have my messages displayed there and my map still display on the, on the, on the infotainment system. With the, uh, what's it called? Linking, the mirror link. The mirror link, you can't do that. Everything that you put on your, f that you look on your phone will be shown on the infotainment system. Some people might like it because you can play YouTube videos for the kids to watch or whatever, but you know, I'm telling you that's not practical. Uh, I don't have TV systems in my, in my car. Uh, I don't think you should do that. Uh, I'm a traditional old guy. You should look outside the window and enjoy the view. Just have a break of, uh, from watch, looking at screens when you are uh, driving uh, in the car for a long time. Okay, so um, is there anything that we missed? I feel like we covered pretty much everything. Since you talk a lot, talk about um, talk a lot about what? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> ah. since talk a lot mm. about tailgate, a power tailgate, right? Yes. So Proton is uh, actually offering it as an option. Expensive. So you can get a tailgate for Don't three thousand three hundred ringgit, and that comes with some other accessories like scarf plates and mats and all that. Okay, so three thousand three hundred. It's an additional option like, if you yeah. really need it, and it's available across all variants, right? Yeah. So if, if you want your standard to have tailgate, also can pay three thousand five hundred. 3,300 or 3,005. There's two packages. Uh. The 3,005 comes with the smart tech reader. Uh. Yeah, the smart tech reader. Yeah. But then again, what's the point? Because we are going RFID. RFID, don't bother. Yeah. So go, go to a reputable accessory shop and get that installed. A lot of accessory shop does power tailgate conversions. So probably cheaper. It's probably like 1,000 or 2,000. So you save a 1,000 ringgit. Or at least, or better yet. Use your hands. Yes, save 3,000 ringgit. <laughs> Don't, don't bother with the power tailgate. It's, it's a small car. Yeah, it's like 300 something liters. Yeah, it's, not <laughs> it's not like the boot is so big. Unless you're like super short, okay, and you can't reach the thing. Sure, get the power tailgate. Or just tie a string or something <laughs> to pull it down. Whatever makes you happy. Okay, yeah. so I think we pretty much covered everything. So when we started the show, we wanted to, cover, we wanted to answer this question. Is the X50 too expensive or overly priced? I think the conclusion here is no, it's not. Uh, cars in Malaysia are overly priced anyway because of the stupid tax rule and everything. And I think the even at one hundred and ten thousand ringgit with the SST tax, um, the X fifty is unbeatable when it comes to price, performance, specifications, and looks. Uh, so if it was me, yeah, I'm gonna go get the X fifty uh, flagship. Same Anything here. else you wanna add? Mm. Same as you. Right, okay, so uh, cars are a very like, touchy-feely subject for a lot of people, so I'm expecting a lot of comments, suggestions, uh, feedback uh, in the comment section. 
if you're watching this on video, if you're watching this on uh, watching, blah, if you're listening to this on podcast, we are available on podcast. I just want to remind everybody we are available as a podcast. If this is like an excellent uh, show to listen to while you're driving, uh, don't listen to radio trash music there. Uh, listen to podcasts. Podcast is good. Listen to our podcast. Uh, look for Sergey Chow. Let's talk about on all of your favorite podcast platforms. We are available there. Give us a five star rating if you are listening to us on podcast because that helps us a lot uh, to get more listeners to come and listen to our show. Watching if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up if you like the show. If you find it informative, uh, if you don't agree with us, if you have your comments, suggestions, feedback, put them in the comment section. We love to hear from you guys because that helps us. Mm, come up with better shows Come up with better topics If there's anything you want us to cover on Let's Talk About Put them in the comment section We're more than happy to hear them from you um, If you haven't already Please subscribe to the channel If you find the content useful And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it This is Amin This is Alex And thanks for watching guys Catch you guys later Bye Bye